Welcome to the Nightmare Emporium. Here we take a deep dive into some grisly tales that are bound to make you lose your head. Now, let's check in with our host, the macabre Marvel herself, to see what she has in store for us this week. I grew up with my grandparents in a quiet suburb outside Washington, D.C. Our house was only a few hundred yards from a large park called Sleepy Hollow Woods. I used to always play in the woods as a child, alone and with friends, and never had any issues. I loved the outdoors and explored the woods thoroughly. However, I would never be there after dark, of course. My mother grew up here as well, and would always tell me stories about the woods. She believed they were haunted, and she had plenty of creepy things happen out there. For instance, when she was younger, my grandparents had two Labrador puppies. They were super friendly, and my mother and uncles would walk them through the woods all the time. One time, my mom was walking alone with the dogs, right around dusk when she came across what she describes as a ripped-off deer haunch lying covered in blood in the middle of the trail. There were no other deer parts or body or blood anywhere to be seen, just this random, bloody leg. She described it as having the appearance of being ripped off. Definitely not cut. Obviously, this freaked her out, so she took the dogs and just went home. All of a sudden, right near the exit of the park, the dogs completely froze in their tracks and started growling into the tree line. This is really unlike them. They're super friendly with both people and other animals, and they're quite large and have never really been afraid of anything before. However, as my mother kept trying to pull them along and looking to see what they were growling about, their tails went between their legs and they started whimpering and refused to move forward. It was then my mom said she saw a large, almost eight-foot-tall dark figure with glowing red eyes move between the trees and stared right at her. She immediately turned around with the dogs and fled, taking a different exit out of the woods. My uncle also said he's seen the red-eyed giant before, but never a clear view, always just a silhouette. Now, keep in mind, there are no bears or anything of the sort around here that would do that to a deer, or that would possibly be that big. On another occasion, some years later, my mom recalled walking with our other dog, an old golden retriever, again near the woods. Now, this retriever was just like our labs. The sweetest dog in the world loved everyone, but my mom came across this old lady feeding and talking quietly to some wild rabbits on one of the side trails. Immediately, our dog started growling at the woman, something my mother had never heard her do before. My mom apologized to the woman and walked around her with the dog, tugging her away. As she continued to walk, she came across a circle of rabbits, all standing perfectly still and just staring at her. It was enough to freak my mom out and they promptly ran home. My mother and uncles have other stories, but I always thought they are just full of nonsense. 
either imagining things or making them up to scare me, since I've played in those woods so many times and never had any issues. However, my older brother used to go on nightly walks through the woods and told me that he's seen the red-eyed monster too, and had other weird encounters. He told me that when I was around 16, and I loved ghost stories, and I'd never encountered anything like that. So I convinced him to go out ghost hunting with me. Of course, I thought it was all silly nonsense. The first time we went out, we had a few friends come over. We were hanging out late at night, smoking and telling ghost stories. So of course, we mentioned the haunted forest to them. We were still living at the house down the street from my grandparents, and practically next door to the woods. My friends thought it would be fun if we just went into the forest to search for some ghosts and monsters, and generally have a good laugh. We waited until about 2.30 in the morning and headed out. It was a fairly large group, about eight of us, including my brother and myself. As we're walking through the pitch black forest, using our phones as flashlights, all our phones turned off at the same time. Of course, everyone freaked out, but we were also kind of laughing at the nonsense of it all. There was no noise other than us. The forest was completely, deadly silent. And after a few minutes, everyone was able to get their phones turned back on and working again. We decided to just head home. It could have been a freak accident, but we weren't really sure. The second time we went ghost hunting was just my brother and a couple other friends, four of us all together. Same as before, we thought it would be fun and silly to go out ghost hunting at night and maybe see my brother's little Sasquatch friend. This time was different, however. The moment we entered the forest, things got weird. The forest felt unnaturally dark, and our lights barely touched the tree line on either side of us. And we brought real flashlights this time. We also immediately felt a large sense of dread, danger, and adrenaline, like we were being watched from all sides. Quite frankly, it was terrifying. As only moments before, we were laughing and joking and telling ghost stories, but we all immediately shut up and felt it not even 30 yards from the road. We continued slowly walking deeper into the woods, talking and nervously laughing as we peered about with our flashlights. The forest was dead silent when suddenly, all at once, we heard what can only be described as several thousand monkeys screaming and screeching at us from the tree lines, the treetops, in all directions, all around us, all at once. The noise was overwhelmingly loud and deafening. I've never heard anything like it. It's hard to describe, but angry, hateful monkeys all crying out in anger is the best way I've found. And the cries were definitely targeted at us. The sense of danger and dread immediately jumped to 11, and we wasted no time turning tail and sprinting for the exit, the voices of a thousand souls screaming incredibly loud, chasing us above and all around. We didn't see any animals in the trees or around us when we were flashing our lights up and about, but we were also more preoccupied with getting out of there. Like I said, we were only perhaps a few hundred feet from the entrance of the forest, so it took no time at all to get out. The moment we stepped out of the forest and into the light of a nearby street lamp, the forest fell silent again. Not a rustle, 
not a whimper. And for those of you who aren't from around my neck of the woods, there's no wild monkeys living in D.C. Or anything else I could think of that would make those sounds. But it was loud and terrifying. The third and final time I worked up the courage to go ghost hunting and find those evil little monkeys once and for all sealed the deal for me. I will never forget what happened that night. A few months, a year at most, after our encounter with the angry monkeys, I was still upset that I had never encountered the red-eyed Sasquatch thing that my brother and my mom saw, and I convinced myself the prior experience was probably just some rabid foxes or something. My brother agreed to go out in the woods one last time with me, and he didn't really fear anything, and to be honest, neither did I. I was still, you know, an edgy 16, 17-year-old. This time, if I heard them yelling at me, I promised myself I was just going to yell back and demand they show themselves. Or something. I don't know. I just wanted to prove to myself that night really happened, and that I wasn't just crazy. Our setting was perfect. We waited for a full moon, and when it hit 2am, we went out. My brother brought a couple of knives and throwing knives, and I brought a large quarter staff. I'm a black belt, you know. We set out on our little adventure. From the very start, things were different from our previous encounters, for the better. There was no unnatural feelings of being watched, no sense of fear or dread, no sense of panic. We walked all through the woods, sticking to the major paths. The occasional cricket chirp and the sounds of the nearby creek flowing downriver were the only noises we heard. At one point, a bush I was walking past bristled and something fled away. <laughs> that scared me. But I figured it was probably just a raccoon, or a fox, or something that we had spooked. After about an hour of pointlessly walking around, we decided to pack it in. As we started heading back home, my brother would occasionally stop on the path and begin listening intently. For what, I didn't know, as I heard nothing around us. He just said he thought he heard something. A few minutes later, he stopped and grabbed my arm tightly. I looked around and asked him what the big idea was, as we were already almost out of the forest, and at that point I was just ready to go home. He quickly hushed me and told me that I needed to shut up. So I did. And he whispered that someone was following us, although he never turned around or anything. At that precise moment, I caught the worst goosebumps of my entire life and could finally feel the presence staring from behind us. I very slowly began to turn and look behind. As I did, I saw a shadow a silhouette creeping up behind us. The best way to describe it was at least an eight-foot-tall figure with glowing red eyes silently creeping down the path towards us. Once it saw that I had seen it, it immediately crouched low and dashed straight out of the path and into the tree line at a full sprint but without making a single noise and then came straight for us. I remember just yelling at my brother, RUN! And we ran. The thing is, it started chasing us. I had never felt more danger, 
more raw hatred emanating from someone or something before. I just knew it wanted to kill us. We were sprinting for our very lives through the maze of the forest, and it chased us the entire way, just barely behind us. And it must have been going fast to keep up, because we were booking it. I never turned around, nor did my brother, for that would have slowed us down even a tiny bit, but we could sense it closing in. I could feel it reaching out to grab me by the collar, just inches keeping myself from it as I ran for dear life. At this point, we could also hear it clearly kicking up gravel and dirt just inches behind us. Knowing there was no way we'd make it to the proper exit in time, I yelled for my brother to follow me, running off the main path and through a small hidden trail I knew from my young childhood. Gloriously, we burst out of the forest and into the lighted lawn of what used to be my best friend's backyard. As soon as we got out of the forest and into the lights of the yard, we immediately stopped and turned to face our attacker. But it just stood there, just out of the light and in the tree line, menacingly glaring at us with hatred. I could never get a good view of it. Not like I had when we first saw it creeping up on us on the trail, but I could still sense it was there, and just barely see that almost eight-foot-high figure moving amongst the tree line, staring us down. Full of adrenaline, I yelled for it to come out into the light and fight instead of creeping up on us. I had my staff out in front of me and my brother had a knife in each hand and we were prepared to defend ourselves. Screw this guy. Suddenly, something hit me in the chest. Stunned, I looked down to see a few pieces of gravel from the main path we were on. It had thrown it at me. My brother saw it too and immediately threw one of his knives into the forest from where the rocks came and we turned and ran home. We never went back to the woods since, and I'll definitely never be caught in them past dusk if I ever go back at all. I don't know if it was just an angry homeless person or someone living out in the woods or what we saw, but from memory, the best I can describe was a very large humanoid figure walking, creeping quietly up on us, and once it saw that we had noticed it, hunched over low and silently sprinting straight for us and I've never felt such danger or hatred in my entire life. I know for a fact that whoever or whatever it was it meant to do us great harm. I don't think it was a person. I've since heard stories of crawlers and other such things and perhaps this is an example of one. I don't know. My brother swears on his life that he didn't set it up to scare me or have anything to do with what happened, and he was just as terrified as I was the entire time. Oh, and he never did go find his throwing knife. He went back and looked for it in the morning, but it was gone. Unfortunately, my brother never saw the creature. He said he heard and sensed it following us, but he never got a view of it. I don't know what the deal is with that forest, but I highly recommend everyone stay far, far away from it at night. And yeah, for a skeptic, I still agree. It's unlikely it was a person. In fact, I'm certain it wasn't. I've always thought of it and referred to it simply as the creeper. And yeah, I'm not lying about the glowing red eyes. So, that's my story of the Sleepy Hollow Woods. I know, it's a heck of a name for a forest. But, at least hopefully, 
I cleared my mom and uncle's names in terms of their sanity. There really is something out in the woods. Well, well, wasn't that just a scream? Until next time, our fiendish friends. Remember to stay scared, and sometimes it's more than just a story. <laughs>